Prophet Bishop Wale Akiande of the Ahava International Ministries is a revivalist, an educator, and bridge builder called to awaken the church in this generation to kingdom wealth and divine health. Through miracles, breakthroughs, and deliverance, he invites the many to experience the supernatural presence and power of God. Through his teachings and prophetic accuracy, many lives have been transformed for the better. Join Bishop Wale as he shares the gospel of the kingdom and helps build and raise a new generation of leaders around the world through his apostolic mandate and mentorship. The Bible says that Martha said, so she interrupted Jesus, Lord, don't you think it's unfair? Who is judging now? She. She's telling the Lord what to do, that Jesus Christ was unfair because she's self-justifying. And you can see now, he said, don't you think it's unfair that my sister, let me do all this work by myself. Oh, you are doing all the work. You are the only one that is praying. You are the only one that is fasting. You are the only one that is reaching everybody. Nobody else is doing it. Self-justification. And he wanted to be appreciated and celebrated for doing wrong things. What is the next thing? What, what can we learn from this scripture? Wrong assumptions. She was making wrong assumptions. That what is very needed is to take care of all of them, make food for them. It looks right, but there were wrong assumptions. So oftentimes we find ourselves making the same wrong assumptions in our lives. Rather than being led by the Spirit, we don't. I say, I know this wrong assumption usually leads to a wrong path in life. And that's what she was doing. She was telling the Lord what the Lord ought to do. Who is the Lord now? She made herself the Lord over Jesus Christ. Instead of her to say, Lord, what am I getting wrong? The question should be, what am I getting wrong? Not, the Lord is not doing what he has promised. No, 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 no. <laughs> God needs us to be more humble. The seventh point that I make here is that we should expect God to, sometimes we expect God to approve our action, even when we are wrong. We expect that. And that is why she was, so she was telling Jesus, you should tell her to get up and help me. I need you to fix this thing. That's what we tell the Lord when we are really frustrated. Instead of asking ourselves, why are we frustrated? What is it that we are getting wrong here? What is God saying to me here? What is God doing that I'm not seeing? Is we need self-examination rather than making wrong assumption, rather than going the wrong, taking the wrong action, claiming and thinking that is good. There are so, 
The Bible did not say, let, let me remind us of one scripture. He said, he said, there are many ways that seems right unto man. He said, it looks right unto man. He said, but it leads to destruction. So in other words, he's not saying it will be obvious that you are doing the wrong thing. It won't be obvious. That is why you have to be designing. He said, you will be doing what you think is right. You will be going the, what, the way that you think is right. He said, but that way that you think is right leads to destruction. And that is why I said, living from above requires us to come close to God and develop deeper relationship with Him so that it can help us navigate out the way we should live. Number eight, this is what Jesus did. Jesus is not condemner. Jesus Christ started teaching her. He started teaching her key lessons of the kingdom. What's the first lesson? Number one, the first lessons of the kingdom. Kingdom revelation starts from a position of love with God. Kingdom revelation of love starts with God. How do I come to that conclusion? Is that matter? My beloved matter. So it was drawing, you see in the Bible, prophetically, when something is mentioned twice, twice, it means God wants to reveal a kingdom agenda, kingdom plan, or tell you something that you need to know that will shift the way you live. That is very prophetic, that is very important for you to pay attention to. It is a matter, matter. It's a matter, my beloved matter. In other words, I love you, matter but you are yet to understand my love. You are yet to walk in that revelation of love. So Martha's love was misplaced. Martha misplaced her love for doing stuff rather than starting with relationship with God first and then go and do stuff from the relationship. The relationship leads you into doing not the doing on his own. Understand that, what I'm saying. Because you have a deep relationship with God, based on that deep relationship, you now do stuff. The relationship motivates you to do stuff. The love motivates you to do stuff, not the other way around. Number two, personal challenge. Jesus Christ identified. When you follow the world's way, it will lead to frustration. It will lead to you being upset and trouble. What's the worst way? The worst system is a guest came to you, go and, go and cook food, run around. That is a normal thing. That's normal. We call it normal. But God doesn't want you to be normal. God wants you to be supernatural. God wants you to be designing. God wants you to, you and I, to live a supernatural, spiritual way of life. Not just natural way of life. So Jesus Christ 
was teaching that all these things that you are trying to do, even though they look right, they will make you upset. And she was really upset. She was really upset not only with Martha, and not only with Mary, she was also upset with Jesus. How many times are you and I are upset with Jesus? When we think that he will do something for us and he didn't get it done. Or we are not seeing what we think we have faith to see. We get upset. We get frustrated. Then when we realize it, we now say we are sorry. Lord, I'm sorry for thinking that way. But we are already frustrated and, and upset with him. Why? Because we are doing things wrongly. So Jesus Christ pointed the challenges that she was facing. But he didn't leave her there. He mentioned the kingdom priority. He said you are pulled away from your original kingdom purpose by distractions. So the question I have for you and I today, what are the distractions of your life? What are your distractions? You alone can note it. I won't point and because the spirit of the Lord is showing me some distraction right now in the spirit. But I won't point it out so that it won't look as if I'm putting guilt on you. But it's time to fix this. What are those distractions? Jesus Christ, how do we know those distractions? In that scripture that we read, Jesus made a statement. And this is what he said. The Lord answered, matter, my beloved matter, why are you upset and troubled? He said, all these things you are thinking, are they really important? Are they really important? That's the question. It's a good question we need to start asking ourselves. In the last two, three years, there are so many things I've started changing in my life. That I said, no, this is no longer important. They look good, but they are not important. If I chase this, then I will not really fulfill all of my purpose because it would, it would take me off. What are the things that you are doing or you are allowing in your life, whatever the excuses? It doesn't matter. What are the things that you are allowing in your life right now that shouldn't be there? And you know it shouldn't be there. Let me go deeper. Some of this excuse may have to do with career. Some of this excuse may have to do with family, our level of involvement. Some of these things may have to do with our goals our dreams, things that we pursue that is taking over our attention and our heart. We may have to look at it and say, you, call it by name. That I know you are good. I know you look right, but it's no longer important. You are no longer important in the scheme of things. And what do you do with unimportant things? You get rid of it. Sometimes your flesh may cry. Sometimes it may be painful because they have been part of you too long. Quote, unquote, 
they, they become familiar spirits. What do you do? You cast it out. So look at your life and prioritize it in terms of kingdom agenda. And whatever doesn't fit in into that priority, get rid of it. It's as simple as that. Jesus Christ used a parable to illustrate this. He said you are better off getting into the kingdom of God with, five, with, with four fingers because you have cut off one that is hindrance than to go with five and not meet, meet, meet the kingdom of God. You can't enter because you keep on carrying this one that you shouldn't carry. What are your distractions? What are the things you are carrying right now? Diagnosis, because Jesus Christ diagnosed it with matter. He said you are frustrated. You are distracted. He said you are anxious. You are upset. You are troubled. Those are all the issues. He said get rid of it. Ask yourself that question. What we think are important, are they really important in the scheme of things? Where the kingdom of God is concerned. Because the Bible, Jesus Christ, I clearly identified that those things pull us away. They pull us away from kingdom. Number four, we have to become revelation-based. That's the fourth principle that Jesus Christ was teaching. Be revelation-based living. Make it a choice. What do I mean? Live based on revelation. Mary had a revelation of Christ. And it wasn't going to let potato, rice, bread making, whatever it is, to distract her. She wasn't going to allow that. Martha did not have that revelation. Jesus Christ used the word. Why do I know revelation? Jesus Christ said, Mary has discovered one thing. Most important thing by choosing to sit at my feet. Or Mary has chosen that one thing and I won't take it away from her. Choose that which will bring life. Choose what will enable you to fulfill kingdom purpose for your life. And number five, which is the last thing. I'm not going to go into the second case study. We will take from there next week because i believe god has spoken to us number five is kingdom lifestyle jesus christ was telling mary or matter was teaching matter there is benefit in living a kingdom life what is the benefit because how did they put it he said Mary is undistracted and I will not take this privilege from her. It's a privilege to know God. It's a privilege. We are not helping. We are not trying to help God. It's actually a privilege to know God. Kingdom life has its reward. Jesus Christ said in Mark Matthew 6, 
that if you seek the kingdom of God first and his righteousness, he said, everything you desire in life will be added to you. I've come to appreciate that now more than anything else. Are you trying to get your children to live right? It's not in your hand. It's in the hand of God. You need to just allow kingdom, the kingdom of God to find its expression in their life. When the kingdom of God finds its expression in their life, the Holy Spirit works. Everything you desire, even much more, will begin to happen. Do you want to have a fruitful career? Let the kingdom of God find its expression in your career and in your life. Before you know it, you get to the top and the fulfillment of your career. There are too many things in life that we've tried to do by ourselves. And the Lord is saying, those things are not getting us into the fullness of what he has planned for us. We can experience, I'm closing, we can experience a couple of things, but without knowing God, we cannot enjoy the fullness of it. We will just have a bit. And I want to just submit to you, all of us today, we should come close to the Lord. Are we, have we started to live the way Mary lives? And it's so simple what Mary did, submitting at the feet of the master and just listening, receiving the next instruction, receiving, just capturing the heart of the Father unto him. That's all we need to do more. We, could, we should still keep praying. We should keep fasting when we, want, when we are led by the Lord to do it. We should keep praying in the Spirit. We should keep worshiping the Lord. We, could, we should still keep reading the Word of God because we need it and bring nourishment to our spirit, but much more, we should draw closer and hear what the Lord is saying. And out of what we have heard, we'll be able to start living for him and his kingdom. If you can't hear, you won't live for him. You will be making assumptions. And I close there. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for this word this morning. Lord, I know I haven't even got enough word to express it. But Lord, I, I, I think I have an idea of what you are trying to do in my heart, oh God. Father, I surrender. And I pray for everyone, Lord, to surrender the same way. All our heart unto you. Our heart, our mind, our strength. Father, that we'll be able to know you more than we have ever known you. That will be able to walk in a deeper way more than we have ever walked with you. Lord, we may not even know it right now how deep, how profound it can be. But Lord, we are ready. Lord, may we have that rich, loving encounter with you. Every day, let it be a fresh encounter with your glory. Let every day be a deeper encounter with your presence lord bring us to that place where we can totally totally become one with you spirit with our spirit with our mind with our body lord that this whole world system will begin to submit to us because we are fully in christ and living out of that fullness 
Lord, we're able to relate with our world in a different way. In the name of Jesus. Jesus Christ related with this world, physical world, in a different way. He saw water and turned it to wine. He saw bread and multiplied the bread. He saw he called for the fish and it was he brought out coin from the mouth of the fish. He saw sicknesses and touched lepers, and the lepers cleansed rather than being 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 rather than being him being infected. He spoke to the to the storms and they kept quiet. So to the tree and they dry off. The way he related to this material and physical world in a different way. Father, help us to appreciate this, oh God. Bring clarity into our spirit. Bring that longing, burst in us a deeper, a deeper refreshing, Lord, a deeper encounter with your glory. Father, burst in us a new life that fullness of the life of the Spirit. Lord, but you know, let it flow freely so that we can begin to relate, oh God, with this word, oh God, in a different way. Lord, the same way Jesus Christ came around the demonic, demonic panicked. They began to say, oh, have you come to torment us before our time? They were, the whole of the kingdom of darkness was torn into turmoil because he came and showed up. Father, Lord, Lord, deposit something deeper than what we have ever experienced in our spirit. Father, Lord, I'll begin to relate differently with authority, with power, with dominion mandate that you have given us upon this world and even the, the demonic world, that they will begin to exert the kingdom influence over and above them in the name of Jesus. Jesus Christ did not, <laughs> but Ponzos Pilate looked at him don't you know I can free you? He said, no, you haven't got power over me. He said, you don't have power over me. He said, the one that has power over me is my father. He said, I have the power and the ability to lay down my life and to take it. You cannot kill me. I am life. Your death cannot kill life. Oh, what a, what a word. Father, we thank you, oh God. You are definitely birthing something in us today. Father, I pray, oh God, may each of us have this encounter that will consume our spirit, that will consume our soul, oh God, that will begin to see you the way you, you see us, Father. We begin, to, we begin to see ourselves the way you see us, Father. In the name of Jesus, Father, I pray, Lord, that we can say we are container of life. And Lord, the same you said the first Adam is a, is a living soul, but the last Adam is a life-giving spirit. Father, Lord, I begin to give life. Oh, God, that, that life of God will begin to flow out of us richly and freely in the name of Jesus. Our Lord, just as Ephesians pray, the prophet, the, the apostle Paul gave that revelation that we can truly live in the fullness of God. <clears throat> Father, let it be so. Lord, this is what we are asking this morning. Father, we are tired of playing church. We are tired of just religious practice. We want an experience of you. Father, Lord, birth in us a new experience. Lord, let it be deeper every day. Let it be richer every day. Let it draw us closer and closer to you so that we were, that the lightness of your glory, the brightness of your glory will shine upon us so bright in Jesus' mighty name. Father, we thank you. No, we bless you, O oh God. We honor you this morning. But I pray that you give us deeper revelation and insight of what you are sharing with us today. In Jesus' name, amen.
Thank you for listening today to the Bishop Wale podcast.